Hello and welcome to The Culture. My name is Anna. And my name is still Mark. <laughs> and you guys, you're going to be excited for today's episode because this one has pretty much everything you could ever want from a cult story. Um, today, we are going to be covering the cult called Heaven's Gate. Heaven's Gate. Have you ever heard of Heaven's Gate? No, but I saw they have a doc on Netflix or HBO or something. They probably have multiple, to be honest. Yeah, I didn't watch it because I didn't want to be outside influenced before we got started right, today. That's a good. That's a good. Uh, that's a good technique. Also, just not on my top five list of things <laughs> to do on my free this time. This might be your top five. This might be in your top five of cults. Well, it's a pretty short list of my favorites, so we'll see if it makes well, it. Well, this one's pretty wacky, so I think you're going to like it. Now, before we jump in, though, really quick, we have got some listener mail. Bum, bum, ba, bum. Bum, bum, ba, bum. Don't do that. That's Don't, all I had. Please stop. Okay, <laughs> so um, a listener named Paige, she reached out to me um, because she was wanting to let me know a little bit about IBLP. Remember that one we talked about? Nope. I need a you name. You really don't. I, <laughs> they're all written. I, I don't know the abbreviations or the acronyms. Which I can't one is remember it? what it was called either, but they call, we called it the IBLP. It's like something Bible Life Program, International Biblical Life. I can't remember, to be honest, but wow. it's the one. No, no, no. You really like cults. I remember it's IBLP. Shh, quiet. Do you remember the one where rookie <laughs> do you remember the one where um the guy they were like the 19 kids and counting people yes okay that's them okay okay so remember we were talking about how in that episode how they lived in this place in illinois called hinsdale yes okay ringing a bell you're pretending no you it's ringing a bell so Paige, she told us that she actually lived in clarendon hills which is a town right next to hinsdale and she Love wanted Love me some Clarendon Hills this time of year. <laughs> don't act like I you don't know, know what that place where is. That is. So anyway, she said that basically it has eighteen thousand people. So it's not that crazy that a group could live there without being the talk of the town. I mean, eighteen thousand maybe sounds big to her, but that sounds really tiny to me. Tiny, tiny, tiny. I feel like it's I would village. notice them. It's a village. But I mean, I guess I, I've never really lived Unless in that Unless they're small spread out. Maybe they're super spread out. Yeah, so she said it's a wealthy suburb. So everyone is talking about who is driving what car, wearing what designer label, who's attending the right parties. It's a lot of new money Democrats who probably wouldn't fall prey to the fundamentalist cult propaganda. So she basically said that like everybody like kind of talked about it, but they didn't really know what was going on in there. Like they saw the property, they know exactly where it was, but they all kind of like just let them do their culty thing. That's awesome, right? <laughs> Isn't that cool? American dream, baby. Isn't that cool? <laughs> I guess. Dude, shout out to Paige. Yeah. Paige, we uh, love you. You're awesome. Thank you for uh, sending us that message. All right. Now. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. On to Heaven's Gate. Are that you ready? That was the dumbest drum roll I've ever Really? Yours life. was worse <laughs> earlier. So goodbye. All right. Okay. So Heaven's Gate is known pretty much as the first American cult of the internet era. So a predecessor to our Twin Flames friends. Oh, so these guys came first. Yes. They set the stage. Yes. They're, they're an amalgamation of a lot of different things. You are like glowing you with don't a understand. smile and excitement right now. And it's 
a bit you? creepy. Well, it's just a bit <laughs> creepy, to be honest. Like, you, you okay, want to talk so fast right now, that it's going to be very hard for you to control yourself. That's true. Because this one, I'm not kidding. I was I was up till like midnight watching this documentary while also researching and taking notes. I was like engrossed. Well, then let's get okay. after it. All right. So Heaven's Gate was started by two people, Marshall Herf Applewhite and Bonnie Lou Nettles. Those are some names. I know. Oh, and they make up new names for themselves. Even better. It's going to be hard to get worse. So let's start with Mar- Marshall, who they call Herf. A lot of people called him Herf before. It's kind of a cool nickname. That's his middle name. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, so Herf, he was born in May of 1931 in Spur, Texas. Um, he was the son of a prominent Presbyterian minister. And he kind of grew up wanting to also be a minister. So he originally got his bachelor's in philosophy, and he was going to seminary where he married his wife at the time, Ann Pierce, and he had two children with her. However, he was in seminary, and he was kind of like, not my vibe. And he left, and he actually went and served in the army in Austria because he was drafted in 1954 and in New Mexico. And after he served in the army, he came back to the U.S. and went to Colorado and he got his master's in, in music, specifically in musical theater. That's an interesting course. Yeah. So, okay. Here's the thing about little Marsh. Little Herfy. Herf man. <laughs> the Herfster. <laughs> so Herf, Herf was gay. And he was kind of like a closeted gay man because obviously he was married to a woman. And... While he was teaching at the University of Alabama in Tuscaloosa in the 60s, he had an affair with one of his college students, male. Okay, so his wife found out. Obviously, they separate. They get divorced. He gets fired from his job. So Herf is like kind of like bouncing around. He moves to Houston, and he... Gets a job there. Everybody likes him. Everybody says he's very charismatic, a natural performer. But he has another affair with another man. He also is dating women at the same time, too, kind of. He's all over the map with this stuff. Um, But Herf wasn't accepting of the fact that he was gay. So this caused a lot of, like, like anxiety and depression in him. Internal struggle. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So this eventually leads to him being hospitalized in a mental institution for a bit of time. Not very long, but maybe a a week or two. So he goes to this psych hospital, and this is where he meets Bonnie. She's a nurse. She's a nurse. And it's like a movie. Yeah. So a little backtrack on Bonnie. There's not as much information about Bonnie's life than Herf's. Um, so Bonnie was born and raised in Houston to a Baptist family, but kind of soon into her adulthood, she kind of was like not that into Baptist stuff, was really into astrology. She liked theosophy. She literally was a member of the Theosophical Society. Oh, shout out to them. She also dabbled in some spiritualism stuff. She was holding seances. I mean, bro, this has got everything. This is it. 
So she became an RN. She married this guy, Joseph Siegel Nettles, and they had four kids. And apparently their marriage was good and fine until 1972 when she started dabbling in some spiritualist stuff, holding seances like daily and saying that she was talking to some 19th century monk named Brother Francis. As one does. (laughs) So her husband's like, what's going on with you? So long story short, she starts going to psychic. She's dabbling in everything. She's like dabbling in astrology, the occult. Honestly, she probably got into Thelma. Who knows? So she went to a psychic, though, who had told her that she would soon meet a man, a tall, white man with blue eyes and so on and so forth. This guy that looks like Marshall. In Texas? (laughs) Yeah. That's a good description. (laughs) Oh, yeah, right? Shocking. (laughs) That's like not most of the population. So they meet in this mental hospital. Okay. But 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 it's also kind of contested. Their meeting is contested. So some people say that Herf was visiting a friend in the mental hospital. Some people say he was there for a schizophrenic episode, like he was having a psychotic episode. Like we don't know the hundred percent thing that caused them to meet. But when they did meet in nineteen seventy two, they basically like in like instantaneously bonded almost like they were twin flames Ooh, yes she basically told him that she they he was her soulmate but just to be clear this was that was not around no well i mean i think the idea has maybe existed for a while right but, but twin, twin flames, flames society was no it okay. wasn't yeah um so in 1972 bonnie gives her an astrology reading and they had this weird connection, though they're not they're not sexual at all. Like it's like a weird, like soulmate connection, but not like completely platonic. It just doesn't seem like he would be in the mental institution, and she's like, you know what sounds good? This guy, <laughs> I this fifty one fifty in a straight jacket. This yeah, is my twin. This I mean, is my soulmate. I don't know though. Uh, you'll see it That's takes a, a quite bit of a turn. I mean, I don't know. So anyway, she gives him an astrology reading. They have this twin flame connection kind of deal. And on night and on New Year's Day in 1973, they both like said like peace to their lives. And they went away and they started forming Heaven's Gate, the group that would become Heaven's Gate. Like she literally left her kids. Husband and kids. Yeah, by... Which he was probably like, well, that worked out conveniently (laughs) considering what the things that you were getting into. That's true. Better you than me. Yeah. So here's some fun little stuff. So Marshall and Bonnie originally renamed themselves. Just I want you to take a guess at the names that they renamed themselves as. Goff and Louise. (laughs) Okay. The first one's not so off, okay? Bo and Peep. I mean, come on. It's kismet. Bo Peep. Bo Peep. So when they met, Bo and Peep, which will later become Doe and T. Okay. We can't keep doing like this. Like Do Re Mi Fa yeah. So La T. We can't be doing that. <laughs> yeah. So what would you like to refer to them as? 
I'm going to call them Doe and T because that's how the followers of them in that documentary that I watched, uh, which is called A Cult of Cults, Having It's Gate. Um, that's what they call them, Doe and T. This is like that junior high phase. Did you ever have like Instant Messenger? Like <laughs> yeah. AIM? Yeah, and you had like Yeah, you yeah. had like 19 screen names because you just kept going over and over. Do you want to know my my screen name when I was like 11? I'm very interested. Greek and proud hottie. That is the most embarrassing thing I've heard of all day. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of what mine was now. Uh, it had something. I was obsessed with Green Day. Oh my god! Clearly, that's funny. I think it was like Welcome to <laughs> Welcome to Paradise, which was my favorite. Oh my which god. was th- my favorite song. Not Wake Me Up When September Ends. <laughs> uh, that was a lot later. I'm a lot older than that. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Okay, so back to Doe and T. So, like I said, they met in 1972, and when they met. They became convinced that they were the two witnesses mentioned in the book of Revelations in chapter 11. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this verse from Revelations 11 so the people know what it says. So it says, And I will appoint my two witnesses, and they will prophesy for 1,260 days clothed in sackcloth. They are the two olive trees and the two lampstands, and they stand before the Lord of the earth. If anyone tries to harm them, fire comes from their mouths and devours their enemies. This is how anyone who wants to harm them must die. They have power to shut up the heavens so that it will not rain during the time that they are prophesying, and they have the power to turn the waters into blood and to strike the earth with every kind of plague as often as they want. Okay, so long story short, Doe and T believe that they are these two people, and that the end time is nigh, and that they have got to lead people into the kingdom of heaven through heaven's gate. Ah. Winky, winky. Solid marketing. Yeah. Does that make sense? Does it make sense or can I follow the story? Can you follow the story? I can follow the story. All right, perfect. So in 1975, they kind of start traveling around. They're, They're trying to get people to join their group. And they hold a gathering in California in Oregon where they acquired their members, whom they called their crew. Okay, I'm in on that. You're in with the crew? That's my crew. Okay, so 1975, you know, they're, they're kind of in and about the, like, kind of new age communities. They're trying to recruit people, but they get picked up by the newspapers in the 70s, and the newspapers are just ripping them apart, calling them a cult. So for 17 years, they go into seclusion, with their small group of followers that they acquired during this time in the 70s. Where are they hanging out? They're hanging around uh, like Texas and SoCal. Okay. They're bouncing around because they were very paranoid that the family members of their members would come and get them and ruin things. Got it. So they're like on the lamp. They're just Yeah, they would around. just move from campground to campground. Okay. So... In 1976, this is while they're kind of in their seclusion, um, Doe and T start recording their lessons to their followers, who they called the class. I thought they were the crew. They were the crew, and now they're the class. There's a lot (laughs) of indecisiveness going on here. Yeah. Well, they're Bo and Peep and Doe and T, so... All right, so now we have the class. Yeah, they're the class, and and Bo, and Doe and T are the teachers to the class. I follow. Okay. 
Okay. So, so these are recorded. Yes. So they are, are available. They are available. How many times have you listened to them? I was watching it last night. I haven't listened. Mm, I haven't listened to them that much, but uh, Herf's eyes are always like at a million percent open. Like, I'm imagining these are like your lullabies. <laughs> Shut up. Like you no. just get so excited. No. Like, this I mean, is just I, like what you're. Well, I mean, it kind of like, was. I went to like, bed right after. <laughs> it's like what you're bumping in the car, like on the way to work. I do listen to lots of podcasts. So, I mean, I de- there's a whole podcast called Heaven's Gate actually about it. Oh. So that one's really good. Check that one out after this. Um, so long story short, they're bouncing around. And I think it's a good time to kind of start talking about their their beliefs before we kind of pick back up into what happens in the 90s. Okay, so let's talk about their beliefs and then we'll jump back into the 90s afterwards. I like it. All right, so what's the vibe you're getting from them so far? Uh, They really enjoy authority. Okay. They seem to be very intense, but also very indecisive. Um, and I don't think they feel like they know what they're doing yet. And, and, and they're kind of making up the rules to the game, like as they go along. Yes. Eh, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. So their beliefs were really a mixture of a bunch of different stuff, but primarily Christianity plus aliens. Naturally. (laughs) Makes sense. Those are the two things I put together all the time. So they believe that, okay, we humans were placed on this earth by extraterrestrials that they call older members of the kingdom of heaven, which they believe is an actual place. It's like an actual planet. Heaven's a planet. Heaven is a place that was inhabited by these really high level aliens that made the earth these older they call them older member aliens or next level aliens they came to earth they used the earth as a garden okay the earth is their garden and originally like humans were made very immaturely and they thought that they would grow and that when the humans would grow and be mature enough like mentally they would kind of evolve out of being human and so then the older member aliens would basically project their souls into the human bodies okay okay (laughs) okay so like they say like the beginning of the earth like okay like if we're going off biblical stuff like moses was one of these next level aliens who had his soul contained in that body and the Jews at the time received that messaging because they were still very immature and they just needed like basic guidelines. But why would you, who, how are they getting here? Spaceships. Spaceships. Mm-hmm. UFOs. That early on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So Moses was one and then Jesus was one so like the extraterrestrials are watching us they're like okay people are getting better so we're gonna you know give another shot here we're gonna put one of our selves into this this very mature container this container body of jesus that is you know evolved upon human reasoning 
And we're going to have him help people try to get here to the kingdom of heaven by maturing mentally. So Jesus is an alien. Yes. And God is an alien and, too. And his goal is to get people from the garden to the planet yes. heaven. Yes. Oh, I follow. <laughs> I'm intrigued. Yes. So, okay. So they think that, you know, Jesus was this alien guy and Marshall, he, he, or AKA Doe, Doe says he's now the second coming of Christ. So an older member alien has now implanted their soul in Marshall because he has renounced the world enough that he's evolved beyond human. And T, his partner, Bonnie, she is like his older member. So she's like God the Father and he's Jesus. They're both getting in on the action. Yes. But she's actually the one who was like really the spiritual leader. He was more the mouthpiece. So she's the brains behind the operation. Well, yes. Well, I guess technically the aliens are behind this operation. <laughs> but she is the alien. Okay. So we're all these humans. We're trying to evolve. in. Okay, we're plants, they call them. We're the plants. Our bodies. Plants of the garden. Yes, we are the plants. And we're trying to grow and mature. There's a lot of imagery going on. Way so much. We got Jurassic Park and <laughs> Independence Day mixed all together going yeah. on right now. So just wait. Okay, so there are the, the good aliens. The Jesus ones. <laughs> yes. That are trying to get the souls in the plant containers, okay? And then there are the demons or, or bad, bad aliens. <laughs> Is this the correct vocabulary? I feel like I, you... No, listen, I'm telling you the name of it. I'm trying to explain it at your level. Because Don't do you that. you are not I a human evolved. I'm a vessel. A bong. <laughs> I'm a vessel. Ready You're a plant. to be a plant. Okay. So anyways, the the bad demons or the, the bad aliens, they call them Luciferians. Lucifer? Yeah. Yeah. So they say that the Luciferians are... <laughs> it's This is so much. Okay. So they say that the Luciferians are basically trying to program us to not evolve and become this otherworldly kind of being they're trying to like hold us down yes like we're trying to float away yes to and they, that planet and they're holding us back yes and so they're doing this through inoculating us through standard religion make an enemy mm -hmm. so according to them like we are all very um comfortable and that is due to the effective programming of the Luciferians on us. So most of us, according to them, will not receive their message because we've been so well programmed by the Luciferians to not see truth when there is it that we will automatically reject it. Us kind of versus them sort of feel, right? You want people to leave standard religion and join yes. your crew. Yes. So you make an enemy of that religion. Right. And we're going to get a little psychological here, okay? I know I teach you psych, but... Um, uh, okay. We call it in-group, out-group. Like, we're the in-group, and we are better than you, who are the people of the out-group. We're chosen. You're not. 
And for those non-psych people, it's like dodgeball <laughs> with Globo Gym because we're yes. better than you. Yes. And we know it. Okay. So other things about them, beliefs, kinds of practices, things that they did. They were like all about Star Wars, Star Trek, and Close Encounters of the Third Kind, which you can obviously like infer. But this is real written down. Like, not like, hey, yeah. these are some of my favorite movies. No. There's videos of him literally being like, yeah, um, it's kind of like Star Trek. Like, literally. So this is where we're pulling our theology from. Yeah. Okay. Literally. Well, there are some that worship Star Wars and Star Trek. Like Culty, religion. we told about so, it. We talked about that. It's culty. That's true. So they, like, for example, they also believe that Mary, you know, the Virgin Mary, she was put on a spaceship and impregnated with Jesus that way. You know, I think I've heard that in a couple of trans... I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, in their... Okay, I'm not going to say that because I don't want to give away what's going to happen here. Um, but in their group, which had about 80 members at one time, but then they cut it. So in their group, that ended up being about 40 people. Wait, they cut it down? Yeah. Got too you gotta big. trim the fat. Yeah, if you're not, hey, you're all if in. You're or not you're 100 in, baby. You're out. Right. You're but, not getting on the spaceship. But when you're a jet, you're a jet <laughs> all the way. So I mean, you're such a nerd. Wow. Okay. I um, they these people lived communally. Like they would rent these big mansions, and they would all stay in the house pretty much all the time. They were doing meetings, class every day throughout the day and everything that they did had to be exactly the same so herf aka doe doe and t they really kind of pushed upon their followers thank god they didn't make them have sex with anyone they didn't want to but in fact they did the opposite they said you can't have sex with anyone or do anything of that kind so they they basically pushed upon them like a monastic lifestyle. Yeah, it sounds very monkish, right? Yes. Same, you have the very same schedule every day. Mm -hmm. You can become very ritualized in that. Yes. So they also believe that, you know, being a member of the next level meant that you would become genderless. And so the men and women would have to cut their hair all exactly the same. They all wore kind of gender neutral clothing. A lot of beige. <laughs> A lot of slacks and like button down shirts. Yeah. Um, sneakers too. <laughs> um, and they'd have to eat exactly the same thing. Like everything had to be 100% the same. And they believed so much that, you know, Herf in his videos, he, I can't stop calling him Herf. He's Herf. Okay, so Herf in the videos, he really talks about how sexual urges, which he called sensuality, is like the biggest thing that causes us to fall as humans. That's our, uh, our what do you call it? Lucif Luciferians. Luciferians. That's one of the things they do. Yeah, like they keep us tied to our... Earthly bodies. Yes. Okay. So when you have... Okay. Another psych term. Basically, when they trimmed the fat of the excess people, you're getting rid of people that maybe had slightly diverse opinions, right? Right. 
So now you have a smaller group. These people are all intense as hell. They are all in. They're all in. And so what happens is this, this concept, this thing that happens, this phenomenon called group polarization, where people who have strong beliefs, their beliefs get even stronger. Right. Surrounded by those in the in. Exactly. Yeah. And they're not hearing any outside points. So it's like this thing called group think where they're all like, yeah, we're a hundred percent in. And it's like, this is the best idea ever. So <laughs> this led to eight of the men in this group castrating themselves. Those are very strong opinions. Yeah. Um, because they wanted to not have those urges anymore. One must be all in. What's crazy, though, is that it wasn't Herf's idea. It was actually the followers' ideas. He's like, uh, well, I guess. <laughs> yeah. He's kind of like, do we really want to do this, guys? Am I included in this or? <laughs> yeah. He didn't want to do it, really. No, I hear you. <laughs> I get it. Um, so, and actually, for one of them, it kind of went bad. And so then they had to have, like, real doctors come in and do it. The rest not, of them. It's not removing a splinter. Yeah. You, no. We need to have professionals on site. Yeah. That's super unfortunate. Yeah. So... I mean, I hope it did what it was supposed to for them. I don't know if that's how that works. I don't, I don't think I so. I don't know. I don't know. It just sounds really painful and scary. Okay. Other things that they did and believed in, they abstained from sex, obviously, as we talked about it, and unhealthy food. And there was a time in which they would – have you ever heard of the master cleanse? No. It's like a juice diet. Yeah. And – this is like happening in the 70s through the 90s, right? So for sometimes for months, they would just all they would drink is lemonade that had cayenne pepper and maple syrup in it. It just made, basically makes you shit your brains out. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't sound like something you could cleansing sustain you, life. Cleansing your body. So they were very into that kind of thing. Okay. Um, here were some guidelines of how the next level members were supposed to behave. This was in a book they wrote. Available at Barnes and Noble. <laughs> okay. So this, these are the questions they asked them. Can you follow instructions without adding your own interpretation? Crucial for being in a cult. <laughs> Pretty much. Like that's like number one qualification. Yeah. Blindly follow. Are yeah. you willing to be a sheep? Can you receive instructions without changing them according to your programming? Are you physically clumsy? I'd probably be out. <laughs> You're definitely out. At, at that out. point. <laughs> Do you participate in... Well, I'm definitely out. I'm, I, you know me. I'm the crumb spiller everywhere. Right. So, Do you participate in inconsiderate conversation? Do you halfway complete a task? Do you procrastinate? Okay, I'm definitely out For now. sure. Um... Do you stay in your ho own head and have your own thoughts without sharing them with your check partner? That's interesting. So a check partner, do you want to know what that I is? I do. Basically, a check partner was a person that they paired you with, somebody that was kind of the opposite of you, that watched you all the time, listened to every conversation you had to make sure that you were in line with the guidelines of the cult. A narc. <laughs> yes, your own personal narc. Yeah, dude. <laughs> That's not the job I want. <laughs> yeah. So that is like what 
they had to live with. And here were some of the major offenses that a person could uh, commit. If they lied to the teachers or the classmates, if they broke an instruction or procedure knowingly, or if they had sensuality in thought or action, they could be nicked from the group. And this would be, they would just be outcast. They would just be sent out. Yeah. I mean, they're not like. They didn't really do that. That sounds like though. Like, but they're not like removing people from the earth. No, no, no. They're okay. not murdering anybody okay. yet. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, so that is basically the beliefs. Do you have questions? Questions that I can answer to the best of my ability. I have many a question. But okay. I really feel like I just need to like load up some of this these these tapes on. Oh man, class. I wish we could just play these for the people because I mean, do you have a spot where I mean, are they available? If you type in, yeah, because they would they would um they would put them on public access TV. Like I want the listeners before we get you know before we go into it to at least. Be able to get a little snippet. How would I play this for? The well, you don't have to play it, but I mean, how would what do they what would they go to? You just go to look YouTube? up Marshall Applewhite video. Yes, Marshall Applewhite. Yeah, hit him There's up on YouTube. There's a bunch of videos. Oh, oh yeah, they come up right away. So yeah. uh, that is your homework <laughs> to the listeners. Yes, everybody needs a look. And then next week we will cover the second part of this cult, where we're going to talk about some developments that happened during the 90s and the real big shebang at the end. So Plus you, some fun little snippets. In so the if you want to hear me cry, <laughs> be scared for my life, make sure you come uh, back next week. I don't week. think you're going to cry. I mean, it is, it's a little, it gets a little sad, but it's not like, I don't think this is the worst. It's definitely not the worst. Well, that's good. Yeah. So guys, if you liked this episode or any of our previous episodes, please hit us up at the.cult.ure on Instagram. And also, please leave us a review on Apple. It's, it helps us a lot. Give us those five stars. And as always, if you have any questions, comments, things we, you want us to talk about, hit us up on Instagram. Send us those DMs. We obviously are reading them. Shout out to our listeners and our fans. You guys have been awesome so far. We appreciate all the love and support. Yes. And until next week. See you, cult followers. <laughs>